the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Tomorrow can be bigger. Just grow, let the world overflow. Yeah. Live a life bigger than yourself. You're created for greatness. Live a life bigger than yourself. This is the Live Big Broadcast with Derek Greer. The Word of God is full of life-changing power. So our prayer is that this broadcast equips you to live a life so big that it impacts everyone and everything around you. Remember to hit the notification bell on YouTube to get this teaching and worship with us live each week. Let's join Bishop Greer. Hallelujah. Father, meet us as we dig into your Word. Meet us in this moment. And we give you all the honor and all the glory. And the church says, amen, and you may be seated. We're going to pick up where we stopped last week. We're going to be in 2 Samuel, starting with the uh, 15th chapter in verse 6. So Absalom stole the hearts of the men of Israel. We read last week that David showed his son Absalom mercy and allowed him back into his presence. But the problem was, by this point, Absalom had become so bitter, all he could see was his dad's fault, and all he could do was continue to nurse his offense. It is not being stabbed in the back that hurts the most. It's when you turn around and see who's holding the knife. That's what gets you. Verse 10. Then Absalom, David's own son, sent spies throughout all the tribes of Israel, saying, As soon as you hear the sound of the trumpet, then you shall say, Absalom reigns in Hebron. Now, Hebron or Hebron, however you want to say it, was the capital seat of Judah at that time. And by this time in, in, in Absalom's life, he kind of became an expert at leveraging people's disappointments and people's pain. He was kind of like a snake in, in, in waiting, and he knew it was his time to strike, to take the throne from his father. You know, all of us experience disappointments in life. Whether it's in relationships, in school, it's in our health, in church, even uh, our career. But again, by this time, Absalom had kind of become a ninja at using people's pain points against them for his purposes. And with Absalom went 200 men invited from Jerusalem. 
And they went along, watch this, innocently and did not know anything like sheep to the slaughter. You know, it's so easy to get caught up in people's personality and not really discern the heart of the folks we're following. I have found preachers could say nothing and the whole room shout because they hit a note and had a certain tone of voice. And this was happening here. He was hitting some notes and there's a certain tone in timber about young Absalom and we already covered this in the last couple of weeks. Then Absalom sent for Ahithophel the Gilonite, David's counselor. A little background here, it's important. When you study the scriptures, you'll find that Ahithophel was actually uh, Bathsheba's grandfather. So what we see here is Absalom studied all the angles. And Ahithophel had become David's chief strategist, his chief counselor. Um, the Bible says in another place, that when he spoke, it was like the very word of God. But Absalom was paying attention, and he knew that the, the king hurt him when the king seduced his grandbaby. So what Absalom did is he stepped in to exploit the pain. Now, there's something you need to understand about Satan. He is a bully. The places we are wounded the most is where he also aims the most. It's a little bit like boxing. You know, once you get that scar, you know, right there in your brow, the guy keeps hitting it and hitting it because he knows that blood's going to blind your eye and it's a weak point and, and eventually he's probably going to be able to take your, your, your head off. Also, when, you, when you're boxing, you know that you, you, one of the goals, the reason you hit people in the body, not so much you think you're going to knock them out as much as to cause the person's hands to come down. And when their hands come down, you have a clear shot at the head. So what, what's happening here is Ahithophel's been worked by the adversary and, 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 and now Absalom comes in uh, for, for the knockout. It says, and the conspiracy grew strong for the people with Absalom continually increased in number. Now Absalom was very, very calculated. And what we see here is he's about to trick 200 men into giving him the appearance that he had a much larger following than he really had. Uh, but this show of strength, though, as we read the text, was big enough to bait David's aggrieved Ahithophel, chief counselor, to join his team. And again, the challenge here is people are looking at the outside but not discerning the heart and the insides of people. Now a messenger came to David saying, the hearts of the men of Israel are with Absalom. So David said to all his servants who were with him at Jerusalem, arise and let us run. Let us flee, or we shall not escape from Absalom. You see, when I was a young boy, boys moved to the side of the sidewalk when a man passed. But now, adults move to the side when boys pass. When we don't cha train our children when they're young, We'll run from them when they're old. 
Verse 30. So David went up by the ascent of the Mount of Olives. David's night with Bathsheba happened in private. But the consequences are now seen on the mountaintop. And he wept as he went. And he had his head covered and he was barefoot. He was broken. He was ashamed. He was shattered. And all the people who were with David covered their heads and also went up weeping as they went. David's night in Vegas with Bathsheba not only impacted him, but his entire family and everyone who followed him. Sin has greater consequences than we have ever imagined. Let's go a little bit back in time so everyone might not have been here for every part of this series. But let's look at God's response to David wilding out in Vegas, 2 Samuel 12 and 11. (laughs) He didn't think anyone saw, but God was paying attention. He misses nothing. Nathan says, thus saith the Lord. Look at this. Pay attention to me, David. I love you and everything, but I'm going to have to discipline you. I will raise up adversity. That term adversity literally in the Hebrew is rebellion. Just as you rebelled against me in your behavior with Bathsheba, I'm going to raise up rebellion against you from your own house. And I will take your wives before your eyes and give them to your neighbor. And he shall lie with your wives in the sight of the sun. What David did to Uriah's wife would happen to his own with compound interest. Watch this. Back to 16 and 20. Then Absalom said to Ahithophel, give advice as to what we should do. Now, Ahithophel had been waiting for this opportunity for a long time. And Ahithophel answered Absalom, go into your father's concubines. This is about to get ugly and really, really dirty. Whom he has left to keep the house, and all Israel will hear that you are aboard by your father. What Ahithophel is saying here is do something to your daddy that will make him hate you. The way I hated him for what he did to my granddaughter. You'll see a pattern in life and a pattern in scripture. Hurt people hurt people. But then he says, then the hands of all who are with you will be strong. He was saying, when people see that you burned every bridge of reconciliation with your father, people will understand that you mean business. 
Because Ahithophel's taking a big risk here because uh, he had everything to lose by joining Absalom. And he also knew that his father was a great man of war. David was nobody to play with. And he knew that if father and son ever reconciled, that everyone that lined up behind his son would probably be killed, beheaded, or or, or at least uh, be pushed out of the nation. So he gave advice that would make that impossible. Bitter people give bitter advice. So they pitched a tent for Absalom on top of David's roof. And Absalom went in into his father's concubines with all Israel watching. Can it get worse than this? But verses like this are the reason why we must be careful not to take vengeance in our own hands. Because you will always go too far. The person steps on your toe, but you punch him in the jaw. The person was a little sarcastic, you tear him down, and by the time you finish, they wish they were never born. The reason we're to leave vengeance to God is because God is God and let God be God and and, and vengeance is God's prerogative and, and we're not in position to get vengeance right the way God is. Now, I do believe in incarceration. When you, when you do wrong, you should go to jail. But, but that's not really about punishment. It's, it's about, uh, for, as far as I'm concerned, I'm not really trying to judge you as much as you're unsafe and you're crazy. And we got to get you away from other folk. And the, the whole, I don't know how I got here, but... The, the, <laughs> but what frightens me about today's prisons is you go in and you come out worse. You come out a better thief, a better, yeah, and, and that's not, vengeance is God. So, 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 okay, let's keep going. So Absalom went into his father's concubine in the sight of all Israel. So Amnon raped Absalom's sister. But here Absalom goes far, further and molest his stepmothers. You see, for in the same way, Jesus said, you judge others, you will be judged. And with measure you use, it will be measured to you. He became the judge, and the judgment came back on him. You see, David never lost on the battlefield, but because he couldn't keep his zipper zipped, he lost his most important battle for his home. Second right. Samuel 18. And David numbered the people who were with him. So he left the palace. His son goes into the palace and sleeps with his, his concubines and his, his wives, if you will. And when the Bible says that the people were numbered, typically a king numbered because he's preparing to go to war. And it's, it's prudent to assess your, your resources before you take any type of military move. When you're in crisis, it's important to take stock. But notice, this is important. God judged David 
by allowing him to reap what he had sown in his family. But God still allowed him to fight back. You see, God may be disciplining you. And some of the things happening in this season may have something to do with God's hand. But let me tell you how the devil operates. He's not fair. Now, well, God very well may be spanking you. But while God is spanking you, Satan's trying to clock you, Satan's trying to stab you, Satan's trying to cut you. While God is doing his thing, he's trying to add to it to wound you forever. Do do you get what I'm saying? You may be wrong, but never let the devil take more than he should. Do not just surrender saying, well, God is mad at me and this is my situation in life. God was dealing with David, but God still graced David to fight back. Keep watching. And David set captains of thousands and captains of hundreds over them. He divided his army into three divisions. He's still a great warrior under three generals, Joab, Abishai, and Ittai. Uh, Let's go to verse 5. Now the king had commanded Joab, Abishai, and Ittai saying, watch this, deal gently for my sake with the young man Absalom. As horrible as Absalom behaved, David still loved his son. Every Absalom under the sound of my voice, your heavenly father still loves you. God still wants to protect you. Let him. David had to function as a king and deal with the threat to the nation. But it didn't diminish his love for his son as a father. And there are things God must deal with as our sovereign. But that dealing will never negate his love for us as a father. Even in our our discipline, he wants to keep us safe. He just wants to train us and teach us and guide us. Deal gently for my sake with the young man. All of us have a little stupid hidden somewhere on the inside of us. And he was reminded, he's just a young man. Deal, he don't know nothing yet. So the people of Judah went out into the field of battle against Israel and the battle was in the field of Ephraim. Civil wars are always the bloodiest wars. I think it was hundreds of thousands that were lost even in America's civil war. And those are the worst and the bloodiest. And, and I'll tell you, as a pastor, you've not really begun to pastor until you face your first church split. Led by a friend. In this case, a son. Then the people of Israel were overthrown there. Before the servants of David, David fought back even in his judgment. Actually, in this period, when you go to the psalm, I don't remember if it's the sixth psalm or what psalm it is, we hear David praying to God and God answering him. So even in God dealing with you, God hears a sinner's prayer. David was victorious, but only after tremendous 
loss. This was horrific, but God was like, listen, David, don't start none, won't be none. Now, it didn't have to go like this. And a great slaughter of, watch this, 20,000 took place there that day. Death was everywhere, bodies strewn all over the place. For the battle there was scattered over the face of the whole countryside, and the woods, the woods devoured more people that day than the sword. Woods typically don't kill people. So David had a lot of this coming. God still fought alongside him in unusual ways. So even after you fail as a father, fail as a leader, as a person, you can cry out to God and he will hear you. Now, there may be some consequences, but the God I know still knows how to take care of a brother, how to protect a a, a young man, a a young woman. You hear what I'm saying? Even though you may be reaping some of what you're sown, you still belong to God. Then Absalom met the servants of David. It says Absalom rode on, on a meal, important Figures in that time often rode mules. But watch this. The mule went under the thick boughs of the great terebinth tree. And his head caught in the terebinth. Now, we read about, you know, they would weigh his hair annually. And it weighed about five pounds. And it was about five feet long. And, and everyone, you know, went to this weighing because, you know, the Bible says he was unblemished. He was an extremely handsome, the most celebrated uh, man in the kingdom at that time. We also talked about the fact that hair represented vitality and strength in this time in history. You notice as you get older, your hair tends to get a little bit thinner. So, so thick hair represented, again, vitality and strength. And it seems that his long hair, I don't know what happened. Maybe his, his uh, bobby pin came out or his, I don't know. <laughs> or squinchy, I think that's what you call it. Y'all distracting me now. But it seems his long hair got stuck in the branches. His own strength, his own vitality is what killed him. What was his glory became his curse. A big head can take you to an early grave. Because no one is as empty as a person full of themselves. So here, the, the, the writer of the inspired text here kind of pauses and says, yeah, you know, he's, 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 you know, he's caught you know, by his head and his hair uh, in, in the branches. But then it goes on and explains a little bit. So he was left hanging between heaven and earth. So he, he, he became a, 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 a testimony. He, he was an example of what can happen to us when we live by our own strength. 
when we decide to take vengeance into our own hands. When you seek revenge, dig two graves. One for your target and one for yourself. Because ultimately it's going to wipe both of you out. Absalom killed Amnon, but his pride and his glory got him caught in the thicket and he himself died. But watch what happens next. And the mule which was under him went on. How many know mules aren't known for their smarts? But this unintelligent animal was smart enough not to let a fool keep riding its back given an option. That is a word for you. But watch the king. 20,000 dead in Israel because of his traitor of a son. The king said, is the young man Absalom safe? At first, you say, you know, this is criminal now. You should be concerned about what your, your son did. And I, I think he is on some level. But his sensibilities as a father overrode his sensibilities as a monarch. Our, our children may disappoint us, but they are still our children. This has been Live Big with Derek Greer, the radio broadcast ministry of Grace Church in Dumfries, Virginia. Join us next time as we continue this teaching. It is our sincere prayer that you are blessed and empowered to live a life bigger than yourself today. If you want to know more about becoming a Christian or want to rededicate your life to Christ, Bishop Greer wants to walk you through a step-by-step guide. It's the most important decision you'll ever make. Visit gracechurchva.org salvation to find out more. We invite you to worship with us online each Sunday on our YouTube channel at Grace Church VA TV. And while you're there, remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell to get all of our latest content. That's all for today. Until next time, live big. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.